1: up y'all what's up welcome back to another Thursday episode of clapback culture I'm your girl Jules Jesse and I'm so glad to be here um shortly in the show I'm gonna have my co-host come and join me I got Rado joining me one more time I got Rodney coming through helping me out with the show tonight um, JC could not be here But he is with us in spirit So JC, wherever you are in this good world We hope that you're doing good today On this Thursday night But what's up y'all I see you guys pulling up in the comments already Darnell, what's up? Linda, what's up? Glad to see you guys in the building Darnell, I feel like I haven't seen you in a minute You know, I've, I've seen you on Instagram But I have not seen you here on the show Where you been? Um, But yeah, listen Put that back up Share the stream, you guys Share the stream Let people know what we are doing tonight listen I got a good show to you a good show for you I should say um so I'm excited to kind of kick that off uh, but before we do that I just want to talk about my week a little bit like this week has been quite hectic okay I got a text message that the night before that we were going back into the office that we're no longer doing remote or maybe we are, but that we were going to be full time in the office. And so listen, your girl wasn't ready. Okay. I didn't have the work clothes together. I didn't have the, the capacity of like fixing the lunch, getting up on time, doing the commute. It was a whole thing. So I've been a little bit scattered this week, but I feel, you know, I'm feeling good. It's, it's Friday Eve. I'm kicking back. I cannot wait for the weekend, even though, um, I have to work so it's it's not even a big deal but listen i'm grateful to uh even have my job and do what i'm doing you guys we voted or the council dc council voted this week on its first um first vote for the budget a 19.7 billion dollar budget okay so our city here the district of columbia our council members, our legislators are voting on a $19.7 billion budget, the biggest budget in DC's history. Typically we end off in a surplus, but can you imagine having some oversight on how your city manages $19.7 billion? So when we talk about politics here on this show, I'm telling you guys, your local officials are the main ones that you wanna tap into Um, because they're in control of that budget and they represent you. So register to vote, get out and vote. We're getting close to that time. Um, And of course, it'll be something more that I talk about later on down the line. But here we go. Let's go ahead and jump into this while we're, you know, while we're getting in. Um, Give me one second. All right. Um, Cuddy, do we have the overlays ready? If we do, uh, I want to talk about Montana, you guys. Montana becomes the first state to ban TikTok. We kind of knew this was going to happen, but um, the the first state to ban this app, uh, Governor Greg Giafonte signed the bill on Wednesday, saying that he wants the he wants to protect the state from the Chinese government um, and that they could be a potential threat. Um, And excuse me, the Chinese Communist Party is what I should say. Um, Because TikTok, the owners of TikTok have to comply with the Chinese uh, Communist government, at least um, that they could have access to TikTok users' data. And so this is where that's coming from. Um, We've heard critics talk about this on and on and on. Law, lawmakers are talking about that. And, you know, it's important for us to protect our data, to protect our information. And so Montana is the first ones to do it. I'm interested to see if they're going to roll this out in other states. So, looks like we have Rodney in. Let's go ahead and bring him in. And What's hey, Rodney.
0: Up? <laughs> What's up, and- great people? How y'all doing?
1: Oh, and here I am listening, trying to be like, Is somebody (laughs) going to say anything back? Hilarious.
0: Welcome to another episode of Clap Back.
1: We're glad to have you back. Thanks for coming in. Coming in. So I don't know if you got a chance to hear, but Montana is banning TikTok. Uh, You know, they're trying to protect user information uh, from the Chinese communist government. Do you think that other states are going to kind of follow suit with this?
0: So it's interesting that you said that because not only will so so this is my thing. Um, I don't think um that other states will follow this because we love uh, toxicity, right? You? It, it was. I have read an article. Actually, I watched an interview in which the founder of TikTok doesn't even allow his own children to use TikTok. So yeah, yeah and, and it's it's apparent that the things on TikTok is just. Inappropriate, obviously, and it doesn't have it doesn't have too many restrictions. So I I applaud what Montana is doing. They're in the middle of nowhere. Um, They want to protect their kids. And I do. I'm for more things that's going to protect our children because we we live in a time where it's just out of control. But no, I don't think people are going to follow suit because people love TikTok and TikTok is super, super addictive.
1: It is uh, so. But but this is the thing. And we're talking about different states. So we should see. I mean, we have this state legislator. They're saying this, according to the measure in Montana, platforms that offer the app on their marketplaces, such as Google Play and Apple, mm-hmm. the Apple App Store, will be subjected to fines up to ten thousand dollars a day for the violations. So if they're able to pull this in. And here's the thing. Wow. App, I mean, if Apple p- could potentially be fined $10,000 a day for this, they might pull the app off the market, off the
0: marketplace. That, yes, that they will do. That they yeah. will do. TikTok, like I said, is a multi-billion dollar industry. It has taken over all pro- uh, platforms in popularity, um, leaving Facebook and Instagram in the dust. I just can't see anyone allowing um, TikTok to be taken away from them. Our mm-hmm. kids love it too much. They I do mean, highly, highly addictive, no different than cocoa melon for infants.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know we I try not to let Cairo watch cocoa melon, but his sister keeps putting putting it on for him um off the sneak tip, so yeah. I'm pretty sure we'll be tapped into cocoa melon soon oh,
2: absolutely. Um, okay.
1: if you haven't already, let's go ahead and share the stream. I'm actually trying to share the stream now.
3: Okay. Um,
1: so if you have not already, you guys share that stream. I'm struggling to share it. If you guys see me over here, I'm like trying to do it on my phone. Um, Cuddy, if you could text that stream link to me so I could share it. Um, I want to have the YouTube stream link so I can share that out to a couple people. But let's move on to our next topic. So, Rodney, you brought up an interesting point about we need to protect our children. At
0: At all calls and at all times.
1: Okay, so I have two stories That I'm going to bring to the table Um, And the first story I can't wait to hear your thoughts about The mother of the six-year-old boy That brought the gun to school Down in Hampton Roads, Virginia Who Mm. shot his teacher um, Mm. Once in the abdomen That went through her hand Finally breaks her silence Let's take a look
0: He need his ass (laughs)
1: whooped More than that, way more than that
4: Ow. Does he talk about the incident? No. He talks a lot more about
3: the day before or the two days before um, than he does about January 6th.
4: Shortly after the shooting, the family released a statement saying, our son suffers from an acute disability and was under a care plan at the school that included his mother or father accompanying him to class every day. The week of the shooting was the first week when we were not in class with him. What can you tell us specifically about your son's disability?
3: So he has ADHD. Some are able to have it at a very
4: mild rate, but he's off the wall, doesn't sit still ever. And why did the school decide that it was no longer necessary for the family to be in in class?
3: He had started medication, and he was meeting his goals um, academically.
4: Had your son ever spoken like about hurting the teacher or was there anything, like any angst that he had against her? No, he actually really liked her. I will say that week he did
3: come home and he was talking you know, a lot about how he felt like he was being ignored. So he would come home and, Mom, I don't think that she was listening to me. I didn't like that. And then actually he ended up getting suspended the next day because he was in class. He was trying to tell her something. Um, And she asked him to go sit back down. He threw his arms up, he said, fine. And when he threw his arms up, he knocked her phone out of her hand on accident. And he got suspended for that.
4: Werner did not respond to ABC News' request for comment, but in a lawsuit, she says the student slammed the cell phone on the ground so hard that it cracked and shattered. She's now filed a $40 million lawsuit against the Newport News School District and Richneck Elementary officials, claiming they ignored multiple warnings about the student's behavior and concerns that he had a gun. According to the suit, the child had a history of random violence and that he attacked students and teachers alike both in and out of school. Is that description accurate?
5: whether it is or it isn't? the school enrolled him in September, knowing all of the past behaviors.
4: the school district
1: all right let me let me let me let me just ask go. what go ahead uh so the mother is deja taylor who is in this clip you guys and she has been indicted by a grand jury on charges of felony child neglect and a misdemeanor account of recklessly leaving a loaded firearm um so so as to danger da- endanger a child there's a few things that i want to talk about here the first one is this They started off the conversation by saying that this child had a disability. And then the the mom said he has a severe case of ADHD. Mm -hmm. She's breaking her silence because she wants people to know that she's a good mom. And here's the thing. I'm not going to vilify her and say that she's a bad mom. But what I can say is that she's quite neglectful. If she did have a loaded firearm in the house with a child that is consistently out of control. What she mentioned in the clip was that they had a action plan whereby the parent had to sit in the classroom with the child at school every day. It had only been the it was only the first week where the child was there unsupervised. Additionally, they're also saying that this child, who's only six years old, so you've only been in school, what, two years, mm-hmm. has a history of violence and out of control behaviors.
0: Is that, is that his father? Was, was that his father? That was the great grandfather. OK, do you, do you know what the issue is here? You know who's absent? Dad. There you go. Um, we we... But Here's the thing.
1: We don't know if dad is absent.
0: Dad is absent. This is this is is what it looks like when a dad is absent. You don't have to guess because if a dad was was there, he'll be there speaking with the mom. Anytime you have a young kid like this, that's diagnosed with ADHD and all these different diagnoses, what they really saying is that it lacks a strong father and strong leadership within the household. Fathers bring discipline. Fathers bring rules and fathers bring boundaries. Right. And on top of that, fathers bring ass weapons. We are dealing with a child who's six years old who thinks that he owns the world, who thinks that he could do things without severe consequences. A child undisciplined becomes unruly and becomes a monster. And this that's where this child is headed at. Someone needs to sit this young child down, whoop his ass, not whoop him, whoop his ass naked. Let him feel what's going on. And and, and and absolutely um, deal with this issue because it's it's embarrassing. Um, it, it shows a lack of being able to run your own household. This six-year-old don't pay bills. This six-year-old don't clean up. This six-year-old does nothing but terrorize. So you know what I'll be doing? I'll be terrorizing his little behind every day he come in the house. You mean to tell me a six-year-old actually was able to go and shoot someone? It shows the, it shows the highest form of neglect um, from coming from the mom the highest form of neglect coming from those around them and, and i and i just hate it for this child because really he's screaming out um saying that he want attention and all these different things and he's getting in the wrong places but i wish this i would love for this child to come to my house um
2: oh,
0: no. oh yes oh yeah i i have the oh, i have God, the, I, smoke. I have the antidote for kids like this at six years old give them to me for 30 days.
1: Well, let's also, you know, you and I both lived in Hampton Roads, right? So he's he's living in, he's living in Bad News, Virginia.
0: Bad News. So we, 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 we
1: we have a a idea that he's obviously, this child is coming from the hood. Let's just keep it a stack. He's coming from the hood. And so we already know that he's growing up on the front lines of some things um, that are already making his situation a bit more challenging. Yep. With that being said, it's even more important that our parents do more. Absolutely. To ensure that these kids Absolutely. Are, are 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 cultivated in a way that they know not to choose this kind of behavior. He yeah. he chose violence. literally <laughs> literally and this is the thing. What is making a kid feel empowered, bold enough to go grab a gun and shoot his teacher? The, the, the reporter asked, Does he ever bring up the incident from January 6th? And she's like, No, he doesn't even talk about it. This child is is someone who doesn't have any remorse.
0: I'm going to be honest I, with you. I hate, I, hate, I hate to cut you off, but the ass whooping I put on this child, he'd be remembering. <laughs>
1: You don't remember so much bigger than that to me. Like, I think this kid is a sociopath. Like, I think there's no. something for real wrong with this kid. No, no, no,
0: no. This this, this, is what happens when you allow children to to not have boundaries, to not have rules and to do what they want. When you see a child. Right. And they throw a temper tantrum inside of the middle of the aisle in Walmart. And you see the mother, the disgruntled, unable to really discipline that child and not know what happened and not know what to do. This is an example of that, a very small example, exaggerated example, but that's what that looks like. Not understanding how to govern your child. And then when your child acts out in that way, he governs you. So I hate to say it, but it's a very healthy balance between fear, right? Mm-hmm. And respect when it comes to a child. so a lot of people in in today's day, we have all these soft children. I hate it, but we just have soft children, and they feel so entitled and they say, "Oh my goodness, I, I, I why why should I fear my dad? I should love him. no. you should fear the, you should have the fear of God because you know I'm gonna knock the sh- the mess out of you if you decide to act up in this Walmart or any other place. You're not going to embarrass me. you're not gonna do what you want. You're going to have boundaries and with those boundaries, we're going to make you a great person because what's going to happen is that if you don't get the discipline at home, then the world going to discipline you and you're not going to like what that looks like. OK, so the discipline at home looks like hell, but it's really love. The discipline in the world looks like jail. It looks like betrayal. It looks like backstabbing. So it's a healthy balance of what you get at home. And it's important for you to get it early because that's what constructive criticism looks like. It looks like you're going through these things in the home early on. And as you get older, you can handle the world. So go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: You know it's um it's it's great that you bring up that point because mm-hmm. a lot of people are even scared to talk about disciplining their children on a public platform
0: oh absolutely I whoop's ass come and get me, police I whoop's ass
1: well, and not only that, it's just like if you come out and you say things that are indeed quite traditional now mm-hmm. let, let's let's be honest, what we're saying is I'm not saying abuse your child- Ab- abusing not. your child is is never gonna foster um an incredible human being. But I what you're yeah. saying is discipline, structure, boundaries, and you're asking, you're calling for a child to revere you and to respect you. And right now we're living in a day and age where parents treat their kids like friends. They want to be their yes. kids' friends. Yeah. And there's this there's this new thing called gentle parenting. Um and the gentle parenting thing just ain't gonna work. It's not
0: um, it's not it, <laughs>
1: Uh, I just, but here's the thing what
2: but, the, the trick would
1: you also and, and this is and we're going to move on from this because there's another point that I want to bring into this but every child is different
0: Yes, yeah, it is it there's going to be kids where it. it's
1: like you know, don't get it twisted. Rodney's on here being funny and like, you know, I'm going to whoop some ass. Yes, but that doesn't mean consistently every single day I'm going to have to whoop Absolutely my child. Not. Sometimes Absolutely. you only have to give a child a whooping once if you do
0: it right. Yeah, the timeout. I want you to stop there, okay? Because you said a lot and you don't even know what you said. And I love it, right? And, and this, is, this, is, this is not me being crazy, but the last thing you said is do it right. There is a difference between how... Mothers and fathers discipline. Okay, when mom said they gonna whip that child, that child got to get a whipping every other day because mom don't really whip. But when dad, when they say dad's coming home to get that whipping, that child is depressed. That child screams. That child begs for mercy because we are gonna whip that ass right, right. When you <laughs> whip that behind right, you don't have to do it a whole lot. So my daughter or our daughter. She doesn't really need a lot of weapons, right? So April probably needed to be disciplined physically maybe twice a year, if that. Rigo, on the other hand, oh man, Rigo gonna touch the hot stove. And guess what? Every time he touched the hot stove, I'm gonna burn him. <laughs> <laughs> you spared a ride you spared it. You it. You spared a ride You spared a child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's big. Know, I, I could talk about whooping children all day, girl. Let's let's get to the next comment because you know this. I, I got a soft spot for this. I hate kids that run over their children. Run over adults, not kids that run over their parents. I'm looking for the old way, and you know what? I'm gonna say this last thing. It is it is the parents and adults that are enabling these children because the first thing an adult say you bet not trust my child and that person can't do any no let that neighbor whip that child because if you know that neighbor and that and, and that neighbor is, is dis- discipline that child your child should be able to be disciplined by every adult with right intention.
1: And, di- and disciplined in a in a in a way that's like I should be able to correct your child for misbehaving. Absolutely. You know, we we had a couple you know months ago, actually, some sometime um, late last year in the fall, um, there was a story that came out here in D.C. where this you know um, like a six year old woman she was riding the bus on her way home and she corrected some teenagers that were on the um, on the metro mm-hmm. bus and that were worked. cutting up. Yeah. Well, she corrected them and they proceeded to beat her ass. They whooped her. Yeah, all the way off the I say all that to say without there used to be a day and time where young people had so much respect for an adult. It didn't matter if it was your mother, your father, your grandmother, your neighbor, your teacher, right. um, just a stranger off the street. If somebody was your elder, you carried that respect and i think that's the conversation that we're having is how do we bring back that respect and so and and what that means is is having that tradition come back so let me bring up this next point um, because it's along the same line so this is this is an interesting story um there was a video that came out of a missouri teacher repeatedly using a racial slur in the classroom Mm -hmm. i brought this to the table you guys not just because of the teacher using the N word in the classroom, but because the child who recorded it got suspended. Let's take a look.
2: The incident at a Glendale geometry class involved a teacher saying the N word six times in a class discussion where a 15 year old sophomore named Mary decided to turn on her cell phone and record as another student was. Not allowed
0: okay. I'm gonna say right now, as a teacher, if you
4: want to keep your job, this isn't I'm, I'm, not, but I'm not
2: calling not anyone. This, I understand. I can say the words. Today, a statement from the district said the teacher had resigned, and also justified its three-day suspension of Mary for recording the video, saying it was a clear violation of the student handbook against using electronic devices.
5: I don't know if it would have happened that quickly without this video. An investigation certainly would have taken longer without being able to see the video and hear him say the word.
2: Natalie Hull is a Chillicothe attorney representing Mary and her family.
5: We've asked them to lift the suspension, let her go back to school immediately, and apologize. Mary saw something that she believed needed to be reported. She captured this as a news event. It was a news event. It's become a news event.
2: In fact, the Washington Post has contacted Null. And today, the National Radio Television Digital News Association, based in Washington sent a letter to SPS defending Mary as well. Their president, Dan Shelley, a former SPS student and news director at KTTS, pointed out. I think it deserves attention nationally because the issue of right to record public officials really came to fruition in the days after the tragic death of George Floyd. And bear in mind, the world would not have seen the full picture of what happened to George Floyd were it not for a 17-year-old girl who stood on the sidewalk and videotaped the entire incident. Shelley and Noah.
1: I mean, uh, this couldn't get more ridiculous. Um, I mean, you saw the clip. The teacher is super out of line, out of pocket. The teacher actually submitted their letter of resignation, which is why she was, I mean, which is why the teacher is gone. So it's almost like the teacher got away with unscathed. Absolutely. But due to policy in the handbook, because the student had an electronic device in the classroom. She was therefore suspended. But I would argue inside with the journalist who is also a former student that this is clearly being used in the form of journalism. What do you think?
0: I just feel like white people is are entitled and get the and, and want to do things that or, or want to steal a culture. I'm gonna let you take on this because you 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 know <laughs> It is just crazy, but you have to look at. I always, I always try to look at things the, the shoe on the other foot. And could you, could you imagine? Could you, could you imagine? I mean, what are we talking about here? You know, you can use the word, you can say it too. You know, and thank goodness that we, you know, that people record everything. Could you imagine how crazy the world would be if we had this um, technology or was able to recall in the early 1900s? Did you understand that a lot of correction is happening because we are able to record and able to allow the world to see what we already know? Right. Almost like saying, hey, I'm a black man. I didn't know this, but now I'm going to record you and the world knows that, hey, Ryan is a black man. So now it gets more, you know, more awareness. More awareness. But, you know, um, th- these, these topics for me are very sensitive because I, I understand what this looks like in classrooms. I understand... Um, What this looks like, you know, in the workplace, I understand how it's a repetitive thing over and over again. And we've been put in a place like it's just nothing that we could do about it. You know, the moment we talk about these topics, I always say that black people in general, our lives are cheap. And I don't say that because I feel that way. I say that because that's how the government feels. That's how white America feels. And that's how they portray us, which is why, you know, they excuse is that when there's police brutality or when there's any kind of brutality to us, they always come in and say, well, hey, you guys do it to each other. <laughs> oh, hey, black lives don't matter, but white lives matter. Oh, hey, you say nigger word all the time, not understanding why we say it not understanding, you know, what the culture is. All they do is is still our culture on a regular basis, you know. We were called niggers. We were, you know, um degraded, you know, as a derogatory term. And you know, we turned it around. You know, we took we took pig intestines and made it You know, we 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 took the wings of the bird that people never wanted to eat and we ate chicken we wings. We took
1: the scraps of the animals and the made scraps. them. Yeah, we I made mean, took the scraps of the animals. We, took, and we made are
0: soul food. Soul food were scraps. Soul food were the scraps. We turned it and made it a, a tradition. But you go ahead. You take the lead on this one, Louis. Go ahead. <laughs> Get a very um, nice. Go away, too.
1: Thank you. <laughs> um, I think it's an interesting. I think I'm not I'm not surprised by the teacher wanting to have some authority over using the n word, yeah. um, and it, it derived from the students having a conversation on who could use the word and who couldn't. And from what I understand, the school is pretty diverse, but the teacher is white. The student who's who was recording was white. Um, that was suspended. My issue is is mostly with the school having the audacity to suspend the student for three days. That, that's my biggest argument in this, because at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to change somebody who thinks that they have an, have an authority have an authority to use a racial slur. My issue is that why are we reprimanding a child who decided, who felt that something was wrong and uncomfortable and decided to not only record it, but to use it in a manner to document it and then present it back to administration and say this was not correct. So, it's almost like we're, we're we're swatting the hand of a child who's doing something correct. She mm-hmm. saw something that she didn't like. You know, they always say, if you see something, say something. This child is gonna be hesitant to act out, to be able to um, represent her peers, represent the, the right in the world to say, you know what, I, I see wrongdoing, but I'm being reprimanded when I'm the person who's coming up and speaking out against something that I see that's wrong. I hate that the school has taken this stance and that they're hiding behind this BS policy of that. She shouldn't have had her phone in school. This is why students should be able to have their phones in school. Like for this purpose, if if not anything else, they should be able to have their phones in in this kind of capacity because when they have it and they record fights at school, they're not getting suspended. It's not like the kids who fought and then all the kids who recorded the fight are all getting suspended. That's not what happens so in this case i'm I'm interested to see why this was the action that the school decided to take so i stand with the student and her parents um, for you know getting legal counsel Um, they're looking to get the suspension lifted uh, so that you know she can also by the
0: time that happened you know she would have deserved the suspension what's happening is that this is a culture and what this happens on a regular basis Do you know that this is a professional we're talking about, a professional, this teacher, that understands policy, not just in the classroom, but in the world? So going against that policy lets you know what they do inside of the lunchroom. I mean, I I can't say it any clearer. This shows a culture, man. And and it's sad because they put it in our face like it's just nothing we can do all the time. You know, And, and it's at some point I'm so fed up with it that. I know that my children, you know, I have to go through this, you know, it's like, oh, let's put our kids in better schools, you know. And when and when black people, when we say better schools, we, we really mean white schools. Right. So let's put them in diverse schools. This is what happens in diverse schools. I mean, it's just, it just is what it is. And this is what, you know, I used to think that teachers were different people until I got a little older. And I understand that teachers are the people we went to school with. Right. Celeste and Sarah and and, and Whitney and all those people. And guess what? They come to school with with their own narratives and how they feel outside. Their biases and the way
1: that they view and their perspectives.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They put on our kids, you know, they're human beings. So it's just it's the way of the world. I feel really bad for the situation. The school um, is a disgrace on how they handle it. Um, And they handle it this way because it's their culture. It's acceptable there. This teacher didn't just say that out of thin air, Lucy. He feels entitled to say this because this is what they do in the lunchroom. This is this is their culture at their school.
1: Well, and and not only that, it's like he's minimizing the Black community's effort to reappropriate the word. The word, you know, absolutely. I hate. Absolutely, I hate when people want to argue about the use of the N word, and it's like. We shouldn't use it because it it was a it's a derogatory term that's used to continue to keep us in the enslaved mindset. But Mm -hmm. I feel like we're so far beyond that. And if if we've accepted it, reappropriated it and turned it into a term of an endearment or something Mm -hmm. to use to represent um, whatever it is that we want to represent. Right. Like Us, 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 us. Yeah. Let let us have let us have our code. Leave us alone. Control of it. Let's leave it there. So there's a ton of um, there's a ton of conversation in this tire and in this entire situation. It's Mm -hmm. the the reappropriation of the word. It's the teacher using it. It's uh, the student recording the transaction. And then it's the school for, you know, implementing the suspension. And it's really the school board who hasn't taking the audacity to jump in to say anything and perhaps the student body and the parents that are not as outraged. I mean, this is made national news and we're talking about it here on this show tonight. And uh, yeah, I think she's, I think she's definitely got a case. So let me, let's end it there. Uh, Let's take a quick break. But when we come back, I want to talk about the, I want to talk real quickly about the cash app killer. He was held without bond and the lawyers claiming self-defense and attack <laughs> I don't know about that I don't know if you can have both we'll talk about it when we get back stay tuned you're watching Cha-ching. you're watching clapback culture
5: COVID-19 hurt my income my health and my family we were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government we called 1-877-894-HOME and a housing counselor stepped in they Talked to our lender and saved our home because falling on hard times does not have to mean losing your home. Federal funding details at washingtonhaf.org.
0: Basically, fam, believe in giving, like, we have to be willing to give more. And people seem to always think giving means money, but nah, bro, it's like you can give time, you can give understanding, you can give access, you can give a listening ear and an open heart. You can give and share your God-given gifts and talents, but you just got to give.
5: What's up, everybody? You know, me and Besa, my girl, we had to pull up to Market Street shoes once again, y'all. And you know, we do this every season. We have to get the new shoes, the new boots. And this time I even got a coat. Yeah, No, you did walk in without a coat. I really I'm did. glad you found one. But <laughs> their boots were on point. Yes, the boots, the bags. I even grabbed a flannel. Yeah, you did. You know, and I was able to get some hats and everything. I was really impressed. And, you know, I was impressed because, of course, I got those white boots that you guys see me wearing everywhere these days. Yeah, no, I, I look at your white boots and I'm like, darn it, they only have one pair. Me and Basa wear the same size. Of course, every time we walk out with several bags in hand. Several bags and sometimes even a backpack, you guys. Make sure you check out Market Street Shoes. Yeah, please deck them out. Where they go, Basa? Ooh, 2232 two, two, Northwest Market Street, Seattle, Washington.
1: All right, Welcome y'all. On. Welcome back.
0: Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, y'all. I love that you guys are tuning in. Make sure to tap into the comments. Let us know how y'all feeling, okay?
4: I want (laughs) to know
1: how you guys feel about these stories. So, look, the Cash App founder, Bob Lee. You guys remember he was stabbed three times with a kitchen knife um, a couple weeks ago. That's great. Left to die on a San Francisco street, allegedly at the hands of the tech consultant um, who I'm about to show you guys over. Lee's relationship with his sister that was the motive that came out on social media
0: wow so, hold, on, hold on hold on so because because I didn't know this you know at first oh. when we talked about this initially uh two shows ago it was mysterious and we knew it was something you would you killed right. that, you know all these cameras you're you're a billionaire there's no way that this could have went you know how it went so now you're saying that the guy was messing with the the owner the founder of cash shop his sister
1: so the the founder of Cash App, Bob Lee, uh-huh. allegedly had a, an outside relationship because he is married. Okay. Had a mistress, and okay. his mistress was the tech consultant, right? The guy Nima, his sister, Nima's sister. So okay. he was having um, a sexual relationship with his sister. Shit, was he mistreating her? God dang. <laughs> so. We don't know what happened, but let's take a look at this clip because the lawyer or Nima um, is saying that not only is this, is she going to prove self-defense, but it was self-defense and an accident. Let's take a look.
2: It's (laughs) as if you're you're asserting a self-defense argument
4: in this case. My my defense is it's a combination of an accident and self-defense. Absolutely.
1: It was an accident with three stables?
4: Well, you know, have you ever I'm gonna say my defense is it is an accident with a cross between self-defense and accident. There was no premeditation deliberation. Absolutely not.
0: So you, you say you said in court and you said now.
4: Uh that's a hot mess. So, this is but this is the thing
0: though, and, and I hate to bring this up. What <laughs> Imagine, imagine her saying it about someone black. Like, well, accident and self-defense. Why? I mean, why don't we get why don't we get the red carpet laid out like that? What are we talking about here? Oh, do you feel like that's the red carpet? I mean, not the red carpet, but I mean for someone to really take that serious—that it was an accident. You, you went meditate. You killed someone. You First of all, I so think
1: good. I think the press put her all the way into a trick bag. I think. If this was my attorney, she would be fired the next day. Man. Like, she sounds absolutely ridiculous. She looks
0: crazy. She looks crazy.
1: This, this is absolutely ridiculous. She's doing so much press around this mm-hmm. um and trying to like build up this narrative. Um, but Nima Momeni, he's he's a tech consultant entrepreneur. He 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 essentially was is saying that he he's upset about the inappropriate relationship that. He had with that Bob Lee had with his sister, okay. but his lawyer is clearly going on record to say that he killed Bob Lee, whether Absolutely. it be self-defense or not.
0: Absolutely.
1: Why are you trying him? Yeah. In a, in the court of public opinion. Yeah. He better go get his money back because this black, white, purple, green, or blue—they gonna throw your
0: butt under the jail because I, I, they I went into a press conference and I'm like, I agree. This is crazy. And and as biased as the system is, you get more time depending on who you kill. Yeah.
2: So if
0: you kill a nobody, then you know, you'll get a lower sentence. If you kill someone like this with a name, they're going to nail you to the cross because it's also important for government to actually pin the narrative that we are strong, right, on crime in specific instances like this. So you are right. They're going to nail them to the cross, but she looks crazy. And and another thing we got, it's it's so much violence, we got tech thugs too. You can't play with nobody nowadays. You got your regular people out here that's going hard you yeah. got you got nerds out here killing now. like the world is crazy
1: so the judge did not release him. he's being held without bond because um oh, white privilege well, he's not white
0: oh oh he black? No, he's like no, no, if, he, if he's anything other than white, he's considered black. They about to nail him to the cross. Yeah, okay, well, he's brown. Oh. <laughs> oh, listen, everything oh. cannot be black and white. You cannot be you cannot be a person of color and kill anyone white. It's over for you. <laughs> and I love white people, so don't always be like, oh, he be sans up. No, I love white people, but I also understand that there's a significant difference. Uh, when it comes to dealing with whites and black in America. But it is over. This guy, has any listen, one, if, if you're 1% black, you're what, Lucy?
1: You're black.
0: There you go. So if you got some melanin in your skin and you brown and you killed the white man, it doesn't matter what defense you have. <laughs> it's over. It is over. You could have let that man do what he was doing with your sister if he wasn't abusing her. Let him let them have that relationship and he would have been better off blackmailing them. Man, give me two million to be quiet or something. You went and killed this white man for what? Well, I'm interested to see
1: what would happen. I think one of the articles lays out that Ooh he was attempting God. to invite his sister uh-huh. to a hotel and she declined to go or something of that nature. So regardless of the details, I'm interested to know how is how are they going to defend this?
0: You how are they going to defend it. It. This is the headline. You cannot defend this. Black man kills white man over. <laughs> There's no way. This is how the is looking at it. Black man kills upper echelon's rich cash shop owner. They're both rich. It doesn't matter. Black man <laughs> kills white man. It is over. This is America. He's not
2: black.
0: He's not black. Okay. Does he, is he brown? Okay, let me do this. <laughs> We're going to move on from
1: this story um, hey. because I want to get your thoughts okay. on your boy, John ja Morant. John ja <laughs> Morant was... Hey, we need to go to for this? <laughs> Look, get your water, <sighs> have a sip or so Cuddy, show I need
0: me the overlays. the overlays. We do.
1: This is still my show. So okay. hold on. Come on, I'm sorry. I want to show the overlay for the folks who have not seen it yet. Okay. John Morant is a 23-year-old um, basketball player who plays for the um, the Grizzlies, right?
0: Yeah, play he okay, plays for the Grizzlies.
1: Okay, he plays for the Grizzlies. This is his second time that he has brandished a weapon. The first time was in a strip club, and then not he a had
0: weapon. a gun
1: a gun, and they um, they sent him to rehab for a few days and he went and sat with, um,
0: with Jalen
1: Rose and did this whole interview and said how he was never going to do it again in this whole big thing. And he
0: sat with um, the commissioner.
1: Sat with the commissioner um, and they put together this whole plan for him to just be great and be successful. He has a guaranteed contract over five years of $194 million. Sponsors with Nike. Um, he has a shoe, all this, like he's that guy. He's the it guy. Not anymore. Franchise player. Then he's hanging out with his homies and he brandishes another weapon. Okay, so Cuddy put that slide up. Let's see. There he is. Um, people are saying that um it's not yet you know, getting long. <laughs> okay, um, let's take that down. So there's there's that, right? Um, and then let, let's just see these. I want to show you this other slide before you start giving me your comments. Give me show me the next slide. So this is a slide of the representative in his state. I think this is the governor holding this is their family picture and everybody has guns and it's illegal to carry in this state okay so john Morant is being punished for something that is technically legal um so now let's have the conversation about where we are i wanted to sprinkle that in there um go ahead where are we at
0: with it so, first of all, John Morant is a moron, okay? A <laughs> total, absolute moron. So the first incident happened, and they basically gave him a slap on the wrist. The playoffs was underway, and he should have been suspended longer than he was suspended. However, they only suspended him um, for a short amount of time, and they also um, had him go to rehab for four for four days and, you know, go speak to the commission, all these people. And it was, it, it was to the point where, it was such a serious thing that they would—they didn't even put anything in place for this to—if it in—in in the case that it happened again, because he was supposedly so remorseful, um, for this incident to have happened again, um, and the last time he lost two endorsements, right, um, this time there's so many people just pulling off the table, so for something like this so ignorant it to happen again, I blame him. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things you have people trying to come out and protect him and say, well, he's only 23 and he's young. and He's this and that. We have a classic. This this is what we call a Bama in D.C. We call guys like him like him bamas. This is a this is a clear indication or a clear example, rather, of a guy who has it all, who has a great life and wants a bad life. This mm-hmm. is someone who was trying to be a thug, someone who was trying to live that image because it's not him. This is someone who wants to live in the hood. This is someone who wants to have said that they grew up on Oodles and Noodles and all that ignorance. This is someone who spits in the face of people who have been through oppression their whole life. This is who John Moran is. This is why me, a realist, look at him as a clown, because the reason why he's toting guns, people tote guns because they have beefs. People tote guns because someone is trying to hurt them. People don't just tote guns for no reason, right? So, me understanding people um, that live in rural, i mean, in, in the inner cities—that feel like they have to have a gun in their house, that come outside scared every day, John, that's not you. You have enough money to have security. Why are you toting guns? Because when you have a gun in the way that he does it, he's rapping NBA Young Boys music. So he's indicating that he will use his gun to shoot a op. That's okay. what that is. So it's, we, we're going to stop because Stephen A. had a very interesting point. And him and um not Jalen Rose, but actually, um I, so my guy I can't think of him, but he played. Shannon Sharp. No, not Shannon Sharp because Shannon Sharp went off on him. Um, this was a, a, actually another guy it had come to me, but he's another commentator. But they actually um, took their firm, affirmative, and they went with John Moran and they basically said that, hey, there's other people, first of all, like, like how you started, guns are not guns are not illegal um in Memphis. you could you can openly curry, and there was nothing illegal about his actions. However, with great power comes great responsibility. John Morant is a role model, not to hundreds or thousands, but millions. Things that he do, others will follow. We're already dealing with this sickness as a black culture of people killing each other and guns being out of control. We don't care what the governor is doing. He lives a different lifestyle. Obviously, we don't care what Trump talks about when he tells everyone to tote their guns. We got to worry about ourselves. We can't be ignorant because the next person is ignorant. And that's what we're that's what, that's what we're doing here. We're pacifying his actions because other people are doing it, and it's totally wrong. He is not only putting himself in jeopardy, but he's putting his kids, his family, and everybody else in jeopardy. You, the breadwinner, as black people, we don't inherit nothing because we ain't never had nothing. So for him to be the first multi-millionaire from his family, he can build generations. You get what I'm saying? And you have a lot of people that that new soft culture that would say. Oh, he should live his life. Oh, he can do whatever he wants. No. At some point as a man, you have to understand that you are to sacrifice for the rest of your generation. Mm. This guy has the power to be the sacrifice for four or five generations of Morants. Ain't nobody never heard of no goddamn Morant before he came into the scene. Now he got a chance to have five. His name can live for over 200 years if he do the right thing in the next two. Uh-huh. And he's throwing it all away for nothing. He's throwing it all away because he wanted to be an NBA young thug. And he don't know that NBA young boy is sick. He is a guy that's dealing with mental health issues. He's a guy that grew up with nothing. He's a guy that's been molested. He's a guy that has 10 or, or, 10 or 12 baby mothers because he can't keep a relationship. And he's following him. An NBA young boy can't touch his money. So he don't even know he's the leader. He's the leader, but now he's becoming the follower. And you know what he's what he's where he's uh, what he's following himself to to hell, because mm. he's going to a place where he's going to lose everything, yeah, everything. And and not only is he as because as, as, see, we got to stop saying you know when I come out and I say oh you're an embarrassment to black people, people will look at it and be like well you're not in his position you don't have the money he have you can't say those things no. Again, I'm gonna say this again: where great power comes, great responsibility. When you have that kind of money, Ja has everyone around him, and yeah. he also have a father who I who I'm not going to say is a weak father because he raised Ja in private schools. He raised Ja the right way, but now that Ja has the power, he defers to him. And, mm-hmm. and like we was talking about earlier, he lost power,
1: that, he, he stopped disciplining him. He stopped correcting him. Instead of stopped, being a
0: dad, he, instead of being a dad, now he's the what? He's the friend. He's a friend. So now you want to hang out with your son, which is cool, but remember who you are. Yeah. A, 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 son, a son's first hero is his dad. A fun son, a, a son's first love is their mom, and a son's first role model is the father. Absolutely. Stop being that kid's son, that kid's friend before he loses it all. You get what I'm saying? It's it's, it's to me, I, I hate it. I hate what we what he what he's doing. Um, he learned nothing from the last time. They're talking about suspending him a half a season, um, where he'll lose an upwards of forty some million dollars. Um, he's he's already in, in, on the on the brink to losing his Nike contract, the shoe deal. No, they pulled it.
1: Nike pulled his shoes. The, Nike yeah. pulled the shoes off their website.
2: See. And Nike. so now
1: they're 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 considering whether or not Coca Cola is going to follow. Uh, Darnell is did did you hear about Coca Cola? Is Coca Cola pulling that? I think
0: you know. Gatorade was talking about pulling yesterday. I don't know if they pulled out on that.
1: Well, here's the thing: it's almost like the the retail companies are doing the ass whooping in this case, yeah. right? Like yeah. I think this entire show the theme has been on discipline and respect. John Morant is moving around, disrespecting. Everything that people have given to him. Has he worked hard? Absolutely. Has he put in the work with his his, his mind, body and spirit? Absolutely. We're not going to take away his natural talent and ability and his hard work when he was shooting in the gym. But when I say that people are giving him an opportunity and a shot, I'm talking about his parents. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the sacrifices of you know those that came before him, the coaches, the administration, the teachers that all just said, you know what, we want to see you win, and everyone that helps you win, right? When they gave you that slap on the wrist, it's like you gave them in return a spit in the face, mm-hmm. and you continue to have your friends around you who aren't even checking you to say, you know what, put that down.
0: They're not his a friends. Lot of the
1: times what we see. It, it, there are quite, I would say this, more often than none, you will have, imagine you became uber successful, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're playing in the league, you're worth a you're a $200 million man. Your friends, your real friends would be like, how can we protect him at all costs?
0: It's not like that though. It's just yeah. very hard to find friends. And, and honestly, in our life, we only could count one or two of those, right? Jai's hanging around people who are who are users, right? Mm-hmm. And when we're talking about all these brands, you hear a lot of people say, well, these brands are pulling out, but forget them. Because at the end of the day, they're using them. They're saying Coca-Cola is using them. Gatorade is using them. Nike is using them. But let me tell you something about human culture. We are supposed to be used. Everybody should be used, whether you're in a relationship, whether whether you're, you're a basketball player, whether you're on a job. You are meant to be used. What you're not meant to be is misused, okay? He has to understand that while you're at the top and why you're getting all these deals and everything, you have to use them. You got to yeah. use them too. You know, he got a way out. And, and it's just a basketball career is very short. And I think this is why... We will never appreciate the greatness of LeBron James because LeBron James was was 10 times. um, He he was way ahead of his time when when it comes to prestige and how he needed to be. He grew up way poorer than John Morant. He never had both parents in the household. He was just this phenomenal athlete and he never cheated the game. He never acted his ass. he has been with the same girls, same children. I mean, we don't applaud what LeBron James has done as a man.
1: Yeah. He has, we don't
0: us. he has protected our culture. He has spoken out on our culture. He has, he's been threatened to lose deals for, for, for being black or being too black. And then we got this knucklehead that comes in and obviously he can't listen to nobody because he get a few dollars. John Morant soft, man. You know, he's soft, man. And, and, and uh, and I, and I hope his father wake up um, and and, and obviously he can't whip his ass now because John ja Morant bigger than him right but he need, to, he need to go in the house and really have a serious conversation with his son but yeah. you know what he's scared of he's scared of his son saying oh nah fuck you dad get out my life that's what he's scared of yeah. and, and and as fathers we ain't scared when our son say that when we all broke because we know he coming back but when <laughs> when that motherfucker rich like that he <laughs> you can't you're like hold on son did I, did I say something
1: wrong <laughs> alright well look that's our
0: time give us that's your our time? That, that's our time oh man I would just get warmed up I had a great great time with you today alright yeah. good 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 time. well
1: you're always welcome to come back when you're not here where can they find you
0: man y'all can find me on all platforms at Rado007 that's Facebook TikTok and Instagram come on and check me out. Um, I'll be getting my show back, wake it up real soon. But until then, I'll be here live with Jews. Love ya. Love to love to love ya. Love ya.
2: Love
0: ya. Woo. all <laughs> He was out
1: of his bag today, but you guys know where you can find me at Instagram and Twitter at treasure of J U L E S until then pull up, follow me. Let me know what you want to talk about next week. Um, I'll be here. It's clapback culture. Thanks for watching.
0: I'll be whooping ass. Watch your child I'm whooping their butts.
5: Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents.